Welcome to Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet, and then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I am Officer Kevin. Hey, because somebody's got to do it. I am the sentence I forgot. Thank I am you. The Grinch, uh, contractually obligated to be so up until the twenty fifth of the month. Wow, it's in my contract. How much? Are they, how much do they pay it. you for that? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. No, practically uh, nothing. Is that the kind of job where you just stand outside the Walmart, ring the bell? It's the type of job where I once a week I chat with some cool people on the internet and people that want their ear holes and eye holes filled go to patreon.com slash thought cops wow. and donate two dollars five dollars or ten dollars a month for premium content getting the uh, patreon promo out at the head of the show there that's kind of cool something, hey it's crimbus something new for us speaking of something new for us look at it if you're if you're not watching this episode you can do so head over to youtube.com slash thought cops because we have a new setup we're we're sitting at uh what would you call this grant a breakfast nook a this breakfast is a bar? breakfast bar yeah okay so but it's a nice big table it's a nice big open area we're not like crunched together we're not lazily slouched over slouching on the couch like a lazy fuck if this if this works and if this looks good and the setup works i might get some green screen going i don't know how i know nothing about anything well folks at home let so, us know what you think if you like what you see let us know leave us a comment yeah, or subscribe give us a call. on youtube because yeah. we we need it Sure. Why There's, not? I, I'm looking at some of these YouTube channels. I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 man. It ain't, nah. ain't got to be that way. But you know what? Let's introduce our guest to the show because Grant, we have a brand new guest ahead, on the it. show. This is someone I'm waiting. who hasn't been here before. Let's show them some respect and say, hello, jab 50 yen. How are you, jab? Hello. Hello. I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. No, oh, I would be, be clapping as well, but I'm holding my microphone as I see that you are also holding your microphone, which um, yes, the three of us are holding <laughs> them like as if we're doing as if we're doing shots. But instead, cheers. Oh, Grant's doing a beer and the shot. Okay, there we go. Yeah, he's <laughs> double fisting. It's the classic. He's double fisting. Yeah. So Jam- yeah. whenever whenever I need to do applause for the show, I'm just going to slap my shoulder like this. <laughs> That'll be That's- my applause. The audio people won't get to know the difference. No, they won't. People at home listening will be like, wow, what a what an enthusiastic crowd that must be in the room listening to the show. The rupturous applause. We should just add <laughs> we should add a laugh. Tra- well, I, I think that'd be a good like one off bit is just one episode with laugh track the entire time. Hey, Doplex brought the soundboard that one time. That yeah. was pretty fun. But do that just like pretend it's not there. Pretend you know? it's not there. I will try my best, but let's Have imagine quit on us. So Jeb. <laughs> You're very busy. You're working on all this kind of cool stuff on the internet. Um, you work for a living tombstone as of uh, most recently. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that first and foremost. Yeah, sure. Um, for those of you, I'm pretty sure you do know the living tombstone. You've probably heard one or two songs from them from like five nights at Freddy's or the forgotten my little pony era. But oh, now uh, within the past few years, they've been trying to establish themselves as a uh, as a full on bands that makes original music. Awesome. So that kind of started during the beginning of the pandemic. And um, because I was friends with the main guy and we kind of got closer, he kind of just brought me on as their uh, person that handles like community management and video stuff. So it's been a fun ride. It's been nice uh, seeing the band progress outside of like video game remixes and whatnot. That's great. Then, yeah, you, uh, you, if I remember correctly, you moved to Los Angeles mid pandemic to, uh, work for them, um, pretty much. Yeah. 
I did. Yeah, I moved around April 2021, and I drove from Florida to California. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, so I decided, you know what? Everyone's at home. This will be the perfect time to have like a peaceful road trip where I'm not going to have to deal with like any traffic and like. Right angry people at rest stops so like honestly road tripping in the middle of a pandemic was kind of like a wonderful experience because like you were just alone and just no stress you kind of felt free so that's a good it was, idea it was cool i'm gonna have to try that out yeah. it's like well i mean not, try nowadays, a new pandemic let's, let's try let's get a new i know we got a new variant coming up so now is the best time to get out there and uh see all different kinds of people in places Wait, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be a new touch guy. all sorts of different things i'm gonna you know? be a new guy you ready yeah oh, new variant just dropped Oh, oh, new variant. Oh, just new. No, that's, uh, that's, some, that's something kind of funny you could see on Twitter, for example. Yeah. If you want to see it. Is it like that good. Twitter account invent, invents a guy and it's like the guy that always has to announce what a new variant's coming out? Yeah. <laughs> new, new Twitter account, uh, new variant. Yo, they new just, variant they just, just invent, invent new variants. They, just, they tweet out the word uh, Delta and it just gets a million likes, yeah. 100,000 oh, retweets. Oh, they said it. It's like that every word Twitter account, whenever they get to whatever, they're just like, or um oh that's the word oh yeah like oh, that's, that's the one i've been saying every day for and then it's like that moment passes and then you're like yeah my life is just sort of meaningless <laughs> I, I, I was i was waiting for that uh didn't really have a major impact on my life whatsoever and uh my life moves on i suppose uh but speaking of moving on though jab i also want to talk about you are an editor for mother's basement which is a channel that i f- i frequently watch Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. So there's probably a big chance you saw a lot of my editing work. I did. Um, I did. I'm trying to remember the exact video I saw somewhat recently, uh, but I remember seeing your name at the end of it, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, I think the last one I worked on was the one where we were talking about those anime made by like a, like a genuine cult in Japan, which I think oh, the yeah, person yeah. who yeah, runs yeah. that is Ryoho Akawa. I, I could be butchering it, but it's this insane series of like um like religious uh pandering or or like religious manipulative content that was way more famous than we thought it was like literally the day after i helped edit that video i went to little tokyo with some friends and i saw posters of the new movie that's coming out from this guy really i was like have these movies been popular the whole time and i just didn't know they existed because i didn't pay attention and now perhaps you've uh, you've brought some new light to this cult, you know, or at least uh, maybe you've shed a little bit of awareness on the uh, the cautionary tale of uh, don't join a cult. Yeah, I was um, I was talking to one of my editors. I was like, what if we did like some undercover mother's basement documentary where we were me and you joined this cult and like pretend to be with them for like a year long? Because <laughs> like I, I would love for like now that it's out there, now that the anime community knows about this insane man, that would be really cool to like. see. Yeah. Uh, someone go undercover like that but i understand that we no one wants to take that risk it, that's I a, might, though. a huge risk big time commitment for sure um but it's it is the next logical step so if that happens we'll be uh we'll keep we'll be keeping an eye out um but uh like you know speaking of all these different youtube channels and projects you also run the twitter account youtube thumbnails which is a pretty big uh pretty big uh twitter page yeah i think that's um more or less one of the, the most successful things we started. And I wish I could call myself the creator, but it was actually uh, started by our friends, Pels and Ray. Okay. But over time, they just they just stopped posting on it over the years. So I kind of just assumed ownership afterwards since I was the only person that was posting on it. And, it, and it's, it's really fun seeing more and more YouTubers like being good sports about it because I would end up posting their thumbnails and it started becoming like this like token of appreciation. Like, oh, I made it on the YouTube thumbnails account. So, right, like, right. Instead of instead of making it inside jokey, it was just kind of my way to just like 
show that anyone's thumbnails out of context can look ridiculous and we just need to embrace it because I really don't think I, I this is a bit pessimistic of me, but I really don't think there's a good thumbnail you can make. I think every thumbnail like out of context will just like completely change the narrative of the video. So I guess that pessimism just like made me uh, bring this whole like just make the best out of it. I mean, I feel like we've felt that to a large degree because I feel like some of the videos we've been working on a little more recently are just like, just make the worst thumbnail you can make, you know? Yeah, like, I've yeah been, just like, embrace it. Kevin's I've been like putting in some... Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I did like the... Yeah. Face and it was like... Yeah, it was like just me. like embrace the stupid pog faces and yeah, the yeah. circle it's and like, arrows. You can't right. say yeah. what anymore. I just try to... I'm just like at this point, I'm going like all in clickbaity where I just... I do these like one or two minute long clips from the podcast and it's like i mean i think click like you i i almost feel like people don't even talk about clickbait anymore because mm -hmm. there's no such thing like just everything it, it, yeah it, it's everything there's everything no is just like yeah. hey uh fucking elon musk destroys bernie sanders on twitter and it's just like yeah i know exactly what this is i don't even need to see like he tweets oh you're still alive yeah. 1 million likes, 500 but billion retweets. The, the title has to be like Elon Musk said what about right. Bernie Sanders? Right. And like my favorite uh, gimmick marks. is like my favorite thing that one of your guests did one time is hack the movies where he like oh yeah, just yeah. like circle and points at stuff that isn't even there. It's just like a blank sky with just nothing there, like nothing significant. It's like things you miss and it's like it's, it's just the sky. What are you doing? Right. Like, I, I, I love bits like that. Yeah. If nothing else, it's like an interesting social experiment to see like how to get people's attention and how they kind of react to stuff because it's like you might as if this is how things are now, you might as well have some fun with it. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm, and I'm glad that's become more of the culture because even big YouTubers have like embraced it. There was one guy who made a fake thumbnail of like him like making this posture is like Uber driver sucked me off. Yeah. Rob was like, that's still, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's still, that's still one of my favorite. And I knew that wasn't a real thumbnail, but I still put it on YouTube thumbnails anyway. Yeah. It he, was, it was just, it was just my like appreciation that people are like being okay with the joke. That was like the pure distillation of what you, and that was like a while ago too, where it's like, Oh, some thumbnails are like this, but now it's like, that's everything now. It just, yeah. one of those like, you can't make a video without that's what it looks like. But you can't um, do it. God, I, I, feel, I feel like I've never had to like list off so many credits for a guest at the top of the episode. But uh, I also <laughs> I, I also want to talk about uh, YouTube poop, which I know you are a huge advocate of. Yeah, um, yeah. Apologies to the audience that it just sounds like a job <laughs> interview. But like, yeah, right. Um, tell me, tell me about YouTube poop. <laughs> um, <laughs> YouTube poop is uh, something I've been involved with since I think late two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and. Um, it's basically just recreating like existing shows or existing movies and songs and giving new context to it. Mm -hmm. Most of it immature because we were kids back then. So we just wanted to have SpongeBob say I'm gay or just right, have right. like, uh, or, or just have like other cartoon characters say slurs and whatnot. It's, it's evolved immensely since then. But, um, but that was really the whole context. I, I wish there was a deeper, more impressive story, but it's, it's really just kids trying to like, put their imagination to work when they saw something. It's like, wouldn't it be funnier if they said this instead of this? Yeah. Yeah. Right, it, it's right. kind of like, it's kind of like lol. So random humor, but I would be lying if I said I didn't spend a lot of time watching uh, a bunch of those like Mario and Zelda. CGI oh yeah. Cut those scenes. are, those are like the quintessential. Those like, are <laughs> gay Luigi. Yeah, my, gay Luigi. My brother and I used to Luigi, watch those. Like, yeah. uh, and it's just like, why is this so funny? I'll still like, 
I feel like they need a resurgence of YouTube yeah. poops. Like, honestly, like were you uh, jab? Were you running? I know um, a few different people were running like a panel for YouTube poop at Magfest. I think it was. Were you a part of that or was that somebody else? Yeah, um, I was the host. My, my hair was a lot shorter back then, so I, I don't okay. think many people recognized it. But yeah, Magfest 2019 was, I think, our biggest turnout. And if I don't know if you can notice, but compared to the other panels, we're like the only one where we're like a half an hour long while everyone else's was like an hour and an hour and sure, a half sure. long. That's because the first 30 minutes was cut because that whole time was like staff having mental breakdowns that they couldn't get the speakers to work. And throughout that time, you know that I feeling. yelled at one of like the staff the members. Thought Cops episode. <laughs> I yelled at one of the staff members because they were getting frustrated that my laptop couldn't read the HDMI cord. Mm-hmm. So he kept like, like, violently bringing it in and out and then he broke my port so oh, i just like fuck. stood up and i screamed out. i was like dude get the fuck out of here get the fuck away from yeah. my laptop what are you doing that was, you said it that was, was it, that it was the con staff that did that it was the con staff that did that but i didn't oh get like his God. name or his and badge I, that, so like that is so unacceptable yeah it was it, but like in youtube poop fashion the thankfully if it weren't for my host it would have been a complete disaster because i was pissed yeah but like I don't blame my you. other uh yeah, my other YouTube poop uh, people like made the best of it, and we just kind of embraced all this breaking apart. And everyone in the audience, I guess, unanimously agreed that like that's kind of the fashion of YouTube poop: everything going wrong and it just being a disaster. That is so, true. Um, that is true. It just kind of became an audience participation, and uh, sadly, the MacFest cameras didn't grab it. But like the mm. audience just kind of wow. came together, and it just became a huge party. Someone ate a banana without peeling it, which is the I saw the, the video of, of that. I actually did see somebody took a video of that and put it on Twitter. Thank God that was up. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> the most memorable part. That was and an incredible the other video. Staff, and then the other staff member took the microphone and said, I really hope he eats the stem. And the whole audience started chanting, eat the stem, <laughs> oh, eat the stem, eat the stem. And then, oh, and then they ate it. And <laughs> so that reminds me of like so many like funny memories I have from going to conventions and stuff like that, where it's like some of the best moments of cons is just like what happens when you're killing time between going to the show floor and going to some kind of panel pouring vodka in mm-hmm. people's eyes <laughs> exactly <laughs> which i do have a uh, a video of uh, unfortunately oh that's something you guys did you could drink vodka with your eyes well like one of our friends so we were at the uh we were at asen uh here in rosemont illinois they have uh, anime central and one of my friends was like taking shots from like three floors up so like people mm-hmm. were like pouring alcohol from off the balcony of the hotel and like we were you know below and my one friend was like just standing below like, like <laughs> his mouth agape and they're like do it do it and they're they pour the vodka off like the just pouring it from like three floors up and then he just starts screaming and he's like my eyes my eyes somebody get me a paper towel and we're all just like oh, laughing like it just took like enough time to like register like what had happened before we could like, Oh yeah, get him a paper towel. Yeah. He's in pain. Uh, but Jab, last thing I want to mention here before we get through the very important part of the show, which is our guest credits is funny rave. Yes. Uh, funny rave is our most recent project. So that's, that's an appropriate one to, to end off. Funny rave um, started when our friend Ivy Hollyvana's concert got canceled in Orlando, like right as soon as lockdown happens. So we needed some alternative way to sell her album. So me and my good buddy Six uh, took ownership and created this online show. And it was so easy for us to do. I guess it's because we've been editors for years. But like mm. we saw so many other online shows having so much trouble when we were like, whoa, our, our tactic of doing it is so easy. Do you want to just keep doing this? And it was just like, okay. So we just kept doing it as the pandemic was going on. 
some more and more people were going on. One of your guests, uh, Garrett Hunter, was on there. That's right. Um, wearing his shirt right now. Shouts out. So oh, yeah, it just are. more and more, more and more people were uh, down with the idea. And I think our last one, Twitch staff called it the largest Twitch festival ever because we had over 100 acts. I think 102, 103. Oh, shit. Ah. Yeah. Um, which we wanted to put in the Guinness World Records, but it cost like fucking $15,000 to, to, uh, submit one which is odd that's so fucked up think of how many guinness or think of how many records have been broken that we don't know about because they didn't have fifteen thousand dollars lying around it pitch it it really does just seem like a big like pay-to-play marketing scheme sort of thing i think that there's also people that apply for like just stupid guinness world records that are just like oh like because it's like Oh, the fast, fastest person on earth. Impossible yeah. to beat. The tallest person on earth. Like, what are you going to do? Add more legs? But then there's people that are like, oh, the person who's stepped on glass the most times. Like, who's done that? Nobody? Okay, like, it's, Ta- it's weird. We, we got to stop promoting that kind of toxic culture. You yeah. know, we're, we're, we're <laughs> out here telling people to be stepping on glass and saying, now this is the record. Everyone out there, let's see if you can beat it. And it's like, don't do, don't do be better. stepping on glass. Don't be stepping. On, yeah, do better, Guinness. Do better. <laughs> Nikocado, glassocado. Yeah. Well, that. You know what? If he, hey, it's if, next. If his views start, yeah, to go that down gives him more going, of a reason to cry. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> as if he needs it. Um, but yeah, let's uh, move on to a little bit of show news of our own. Like I said, if you're not watching this, you can watch it on youtube.com slash thought cops. And if you're not subscribed, it would help us out a whole lot if you went ahead and hit that big red button because it makes us look a little bit more uh, professional. So that's kind of a fun Do it. It's kind of a fun idea, isn't it, Grant? Yeah, I was just listening to your inflection. <laughs> <laughs> we were both so mesmerized by it. Yeah, I kind of just... Uh, I was just like, how is every sentence adding... Ending on a high note. <laughs> uh, let's see what else here. What else? What else? Twitch.tv slash ThoughtCops. We're streaming all kinds of fun Trying crap to do once a week. I think you're going to do yeah. Thursday this week, and which that'll be last that'll week. That'll be in the past. listening <laughs> at home. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have missed it, but that's all the more reason to let me tell hit you, that it, little heart button. It's in the future for us now, but let me tell you yeah. that if you're listening when this comes out, it was incredible. <laughs> at least once a week, we're going to try and stream, so... Yeah. Keep an eye out. Uh, hit that bell so you get the notification. Basically, search for Thought Cops on Google and hit every fucking bell and whistle you can. I'm sure you guys get this a lot, but how many people thought you were Thought Cops like T-H-O-T Cops? Like, do you uh, get that a lot? That was earlier on, I feel like. Yes, definitely. That was a very definitely 2017, 2018. I feel like every other guest we had on the show was like, I don't know if anyone's ever said this before, but yeah. have, you ever, have you guys ever thought of being called Thought Cops? And Which we're like, is, well. it's strange that you mentioned that too, because um, like our last episode was reviewing episode one of the show. Oh, yeah. And so it's sort of like this whirlwind of like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, they're bringing it. Okay. Well, I'm glad I at least didn't suggest it. I just wanted to know (laughs) how often you guys heard it. It, it, True to to form at the very least. Because I remember I was telling I was telling my girlfriend, oh, I'm going to be on Thought Cops. And she was like, Thought Cops? What? (laughs) I was like, oh, no, no. T-H-O-U-G-H-T Cops. (laughs) Yeah, it's like an OnlyFans. Sponsored by Pornhub. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say no. Uh, but speaking of uh, sponsorships and thoughts and all that kind of stuff, let's talk about a very famous, very favorite segment of the show called Two Minutes of Hate, where we like to blanket punish all that annoying random crap 
that we see on our phones and computer screens every single day of our lives. So I got one here. So people who see a famous piece of art, for example, some typically something from the past. Oh, and they right click it and they think that they own it. I hate that. I hate it too. I hate it. You don't own it. You can't prove ownership just by right clicking it. I paid $15 million for this picture. You did not own it by clicking on it. You had to pay for it. No. But people <laughs> like somebody brought this up in reference to uh, there's a Beatles documentary series that came out recently, uh, the one by oh, yeah. uh, Peter Jackson. So I thought that'd be funny if I pretended that the beer was a microphone. I didn't even see. Could you do it? No, can I fine. see it again? The viewers at home saw it. Oh, Let's move okay. on. <laughs> so people were posting a, a clip from because like they're, you know, basically Beatlemania is back because of the documentary series. So somebody like oh, people have been talking about the Beatles and stuff saying somebody posted a clip saying watching Paul just pull get back out of the ether is just blowing my mind. And he just posted a little clip of like Paul strumming on his guitar. And then somebody quote tweeted it and said, Beatles fans will see this video of somebody mumbling over a basic two chord progression and be like, Oh my God, this is true creative genius. And someone else said, this is literally just how songwriting works. There's nothing special about what is happening aside from how absolutely bland it is. And then, yeah, somebody, uh, 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 Lauren act normal or else on Twitter said, uh, yeah, I could you didn't tell it. me there is a second guest. <laughs> they were like, oh, what happened now? Oh, uh, the, the cat appeared in the background. Oh. No, the cat. Yeah. yeah Sorry, all you uh, listeners. If there is a cat that came by. She'll pop in and out every so often. Deputy you know? Beeb, the world's first uh, police cat. But she says here, like people who talk about like, uh, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, I could write a hugely successful pop song that's still popular half a century later, quite easily, in fact, where it's like, it's like, this is like bragging to somebody where it's like, oh, yeah, cavemen invented fire. Yeah, I could rub two sticks (laughs) together and do it. It's like, yeah, but they did it back then, you know, right? Like the Beatles, maybe this is like, you know, we've learned from what they've put down. And people have evolved and done whatever, and maybe use that as some kind of inspiration, but just to like not appreciate the foundation laid down by different sorts of artists and then shitting out of that on social media and being like, <laughs> yeah, I could do that. It's just like, why? It's just, it's just like internet contrarianism just to like be the, exactly. the top asshole to just make some contradictory claim to be like, huh, oh, the, the Beatles little overrated it's like yeah if it wasn't the beatles it'd be someone else if and it wasn't them it would be someone else but it was them so that's who it is right and it's like people like like that people like that just enjoy the high of the fact that saying that will initiate a conversation more than just two people agreeing oh yeah the beatles was great and then and then that's it they they need like some sort of like dopamine and i i know i know using this word's annoying but i guess that's just a way of coping that they didn't come up with an idea of like that. Just just writing it off as, oh, that's anyone could have done that. Right. Yeah. It's like, right. oh, I could have done that. It's like, yeah, but you didn't. Right. <laughs> it, it reminds me of this passive aggressive documentary that came out in 2007 called My Child Could Paint This. And it was like a whole hour and a half documentary just saying that Picasso's work is garbage. Right. And yeah, that it's you, like, like you don't need any. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that these things are beyond criticism, but. It's pretty obvious when somebody's doing it just to be a contrarian. And it's like we said earlier, just kind of tying onto the whole like clickbait thing. It's like this is just everything is clickbait culture. Right. Everyone has to 
express like their opinions are less everyone has to stake their claim in the like in the economy of ideas like and it's oh like, you like the beatles well guess what huh. well let I me suck. tell you that's two chords <laughs> and a guy mumbling like yeah they i don't know they sold more albums than anyone like i i don't know i i feel weird justifying it because it's like if you don't like them then just don't like them but it's like downplaying one of the most popular musical groups of all time is just like it's just like stupid it's just like do something else just be like yeah uh i don't know john lennon hit his wife and people could be like yeah you're right yeah and and even even the stuff we're doing right now like i'm seeing you guys on a table with two microphones and a laptop. No one knew how to do that at all back in 2006 and 2007. Right. right. So it's like, yeah, we have better knowledge now of how to produce stuff like this. Right. So I, I guess it's also just the desensitization of like knowing how easy it is to produce a show that was so hard to do back in like the mid to late 2000s. Oh, yeah, for absolutely. Like yeah, I mean, especially- it's like anybody can make anything now and put it out there. But like, yeah, it was a lot more of a slog back then. Yeah, to do people anything. had people had to invent new methods and even like the methods that they use, like, you know, Phil Spector's wall of sound and whatnot. Like he was basing that off of like other ideas off of other things that other people had did at the time using either technology or different ideas of how to utilize the technology better. And it's like, yeah, as a result, we can do that by just like slamming a bunch of tracks together in GarageBand and like making it sound like that. But it's like someone had to invent that, you know, like someone mm-hmm. had to invent these styles. And a lot of times those inventions just came from other people. And it's like, that's just the process of being a human is like, we're all sharing in the same fucking pile of sludge. Just other people do different things with it. And you just look at it and you're like, okay, they did that with it. So I gotta, oh, it's just two it's chords. It's like, yeah, sh- fine. Whatever. It's like if, if, Everything's bad. Everything's bad and I'm miserable. Okay. Is that yeah. what you want? They're just like, I want to bring you down here with me, but I got a punishment though. So these people who say these things, and I'm not saying the people who are bringing them up in conversation as a legit, like a legitimate form of criticism, but the people who are throwing it out on Twitter just to get contrarian points, they have to go back in time, get their mind wiped. And then we all get to see if they can come up with it on their own. You know, I, like we, we put them on an equal playing field with like Paul McCartney. You know, we say, you know, here's a guitar. You're the same age as this guy. You know what same I call time that? period. Let's see what happens. What do you call that? You know what I call that? I call that a mind eraser. No chaser. Okay. I came up with that myself. Nobody else has said that phrase before. Nice. Yeah. It's, give them no knowledge that the Beatles exist. Show them none of their yeah. songs. Don't tell them that this will succeed. And then let's see. We'll see how they do. That's right. right. Uh, but Jab, anything bugging you that you want to get off your chest? Uh, there's there's a couple things. Um, so I saw some people experiencing probably the saddest Thanksgiving I've seen. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a, a former rapper at this point called Space Ghost Perp. Um, Space Ghost Perp. I've heard uh, the name. Is yeah, he's um he's this former rapper that like started this clan with people like Denzel Curry and whatnot, and uh based on like just his his attitude and like his uh, opinions on music and other people in the industry a lot of people told him to fuck off so he's kind of on his own now he's like this miserable wash-up rapper in miami who gets suspended from twitter like every like two weeks and i uh, and i don't understand he's been around for so long and i don't understand how new people just don't know who this guy is 
and they feel the need to harass him and bully him every time he says stupid bullshit online. And it really just made me think there are so many personalities online that are like this, who yeah. like we just have to accept they won't change, just leave them alone. But I don't know if it's just a generational thing or just people that want to continuously fuck with this guy, but I don't understand why people still feel the need to like think that they can own him, think that he, they can school him on him just saying like a bunch of terrible, like admittedly terrible shit, but he's saying it to himself. He's saying it to an echo chamber that we all can just ignore. And one during Thanksgiving, I woke up to him just saying awful shit like, Oh, during Thanksgiving, your girlfriend is getting railed by your favorite male family member for real, for real. And it's like, okay, that's terrible, but he, you can leave him alone. He turned off replies and this is just a wash up. Who's talking to himself, but everyone still felt the need to like, try to cancel him that day. And I'm like, where are you, is this how you're spending your holiday? Just like schooling someone who doesn't give a fuck? Like, leave him yeah. alone. You're beating a dead horse. Log so I don't know if you guys ever experienced that with other people. It kind of reminds me of um, that kind of personality type reminds me of uh, Viper. I think his name was. Yeah, Viper. Like somebody who would just like pop up and constantly be just putting out this like content in droves over and over and over and over. Like I don't, I don't remember his belief system and i also don't really care because if it's out there i haven't seen it (laughs) right and i don't think anybody else seems to care so it's whatever i do wish that like this is something that i feel like is not built too well into the internet or at least into our minds in relation to how we use the internet but uh the ability to not pay attention to things is impossible you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you can't block enough people. You can't keep enough. But like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like something pops up. Someone pops up. Something happens. Everyone's got to chime in on it. And it's just like, can we all just collectively like forget about some of these people? Like, I I feel like that was sort of maybe the one person that I there's, I guess there's people that fall off every once in a while, but like, Anytime someone brings up like Milo Yiannopoulos nowadays, it's just like, man, that guy is just a sad shell of a person. Like, he hasn't been relevant in like seven years. Like, (laughs) drop, just drop it. No one's just not even the right cares about him. And -hmm. he's just like this sad person that goes on like Catholic television to be like, yeah, conversion therapy works. I'm feeling great right now. And it's just like, could we just like, all forget about like it's like it's it's weird because it's just like i don't want to i don't even want to pile onto the guy anymore because he's just like not even a a person anymore he's just sort of like a a existence that exists out there somewhere and it's just like why why even engage why even bring it up on a a a internet radio show you know (laughs) right yeah huh everyone's um, googling milo right now like what's he up to yeah oh guess what he did i'm so fucking mad no but it's like you you might you know you mentioned people like milo people like space ghost perp sometimes like reality is the biggest punishment for these people yeah. like getting mad about it it's like look like look at what's happening in their lives like just falling into complete irrelevancy right. it's just like just just let it be yeah and it's I like should, i gotta wrote that song by the way i got a guitar <laughs> over there do you want to I could probably figure it out pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. I, it'd be, it'd be like foolish to think that everyone should stop this, like fight the good fight. If you feel like it's someone that deserves it, but these are people that are no longer in positions of power. 
Like Space Ghost Perp is not in the industry anymore. Not a single rapper in the game wants to fuck with him. They're all scared of him. Like they don't they, they don't want anything and like Milo is like the same way for like all right politics. Like not even they want to fuck with him anymore. Like yeah, this is yeah, just yeah. people that are not in power that you still feel the need to punch down on. And it's kinda like it's just kinda like a pick on someone your own size type of uh situation yeah, yeah it does sort of yeah. come down to that at some point but yeah, because um, there are like bad people out there it's like you don't you do only have so much attention you know and you should be using that attention for like the worst people and not just like you should be at home doing your homework not yeah. not <laughs> going on twitter and fighting with should be space ghost studying <laughs> Uh, but Jab, did you have anything? Uh, did you have a punishment specifically, or did you feel like letting them live their miserable realities is punishment enough? I was thinking of it, but the fact that they did it on Thanksgiving, like I, I like in and out, like checked all throughout the day. There were people that were spending like ten plus hours like dealing with him, and I was like, "Look, that's just you, you yelling at a wall is the punishment. You're you're arguing with a rock. Yeah, you're you're arguing with nothing." So that, I guess I guess that kind of beats any other suggestion that I had because like they're 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 probably going to realize it sooner or later in the future. <laughs> Grant, what do you got for us? Too many of hate. All right, this uh, this sort of spawned off of I think something that Kevin was saying in the Discord. And Grant with it, the piggybacking as it, usual. Like it hooked <laughs> into me, and it bells went off in my brain, and I. Everything made sense for for a split second. Everything made sense. It it went all the way back around. It formed a complete circle. I remember this that exchange, circle yeah. dissipated. You said something. It like the source at this point doesn't matter to me. But you said something about like people who think that when you say Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, people <laughs> that think that that's the funniest thing you could possibly say. It's like, and yeah, I'm like, I'm not even arguing that like, that isn't like the case or whatever, but it's like just the idea for the sad fact that that's still like a punchline and it's funny for people. It's just like embarrassing. And the people who really are making a living off of that kind of content where it's just right. And again, you can completely divorce it from, Anything that either we were talking about or just even divorce it from itself and just say, let's say we're having a conversation and just out of nowhere, you just chime in with uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And you you expect this like rococious laughter and that everyone's going to be like bowing down to you. And for, like speaking of the like joke that you did, like remember last year at Christmas, they were selling those like Christmas sweaters that said Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. That, like, that I, imagine stuff, wearing yeah. that to a party like in real life, like off the fucking internet, wearing a, a, a Christmas sweater that says Epstein didn't kill himself like a year and a half after that was relevant. And then like walking into a room expecting rupturous laughter right and then having to ha- have people ask you what your shirt means over and over and having to explain oh it's this uh, uh, it's this guy uh, uh, you uh, might have heard of him never mind uh, or like you go on fox news and you like drop that as like a joke and ann coulter like doubles down over herself like to to laugh as hard as she can which is just like yeah we all we all know that there's some fucky shit going on in the world. And I, I feel like this doesn't help. And I, I feel like when you said that something clicked in my brain and I had this realization 
that this type of humor you say Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Like, what's what's some other stuff? Uh, you just go, you pick one out of a hat, let's say. You say, uh, like, uh, let's go, Brandon. Let, <laughs> let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's the newest one, yeah. You wear a shirt that says, let's Funny. go, Brandon. Funny. Uh, someone's, someone's talking to you on the phone, and you go, ha <laughs> let's go, Brandon. And, like, like people are supposed to understand you know, the sense like, of humor that's like the cake is a lie but for republicans right so and i'm getting to yeah, it's I, not it's it's like partially republican and i i always hate getting a little too into the partisan stuff even though i do it all the time but i hate pitching it like that because at the at the end of the day it's like this edgy humor but through the lens of these phrases let's go brandon uh jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself uh Someone did a school shooting. Uh, it was Sam Hyde. It was Sam Hyde. Oh no! There's the picture what? with the rifle. He can't it's like, keep getting it, away it's like, with it. Ah. It's like I asked my friend when I saw it the last time I saw Epstein didn't kill himself. I was like, "Is this the brand new Bush did 9/11 where we're like stuck with it for 10 years? Where we're gonna be right, like so. seeing it be spammed in chats and 4chan boards up until like 2030?" So I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin it for everybody. No one's ever going to do it again. I'm going to drop a bomb. No one's ever going to say any of these phrases again because they'll be embarrassed. They'll be shocked. They'll feel stupid. They'll pee pee in their pants. It'll be hilarious. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. This is Cards Against Humanity. Yes. Oh, absolutely. This is just Cards Against Humanity. I mean, honestly, it's either Cards Against Humanity or it's kind of like Squid Game TBH. <laughs> I still haven't seen Squid Game, so I can't comment on that. But this is that's Cards the other humanity. thing is like this people is, is like people comparing everything to Squid Game. That's the newest right, one I've seen right. the past two weeks. But this is this is Cards Against Humanity humor. This is Cards yeah. Against Humanity level humor. Oh, uh, which which card did I draw? Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got. Did I win? Uh, no, no, I got one really funny here. It's a uh, Pepe the Frog. Oh, you th- that was mine. The hell, dude. Yeah. You see, do you, do you get it? Because there's. This used to be a, a cartoon back a long time ago. It, it was a, a guy did a comic and then but what happened is that people did they did like racist of that and then it became a whole thing and like and so I, I post the Pepe and it triggers everybody and it triggers like sort of like a when people have like PTSD and stuff like that. It's like they have triggers. It's like that. I'm doing that. I'm doing it to, to liberals because they they hate this frog. Well, it's Grant, just like how you know, you know what you've they say. Lost, like, you've lost the ball. Nobody cares joke, about this. Funny. This is a game of <laughs> cards against humanity. Nobody cares that you played the card that said black people. We know that that card's in there. It's not funny. It's not edgy. It's not endearing. You just played it because the card was in your hand. And this is very effective because the people that you're directing this to hate also cards against humanity. Ex- exactly. They, cards against they humanity. think that they're above that game. They're like, oh, cards again, that, that stupid fucking party game, whatever, this cringy humor. But then you have them saying the kind of shit that they're doing cards against humanity IRL. Probably pr- printed on a card by now, Epstein. I'm, it's, I either, it's, either they, it. they, it's either they think they're above it or they embrace it. Because like, I think the tagline for cards against humanity is a terrible game for terrible people. 
and they right. love like calling themselves, oh, I'm so edgy and I would never say this at work. Oh, if you caught me saying this in public, I get in so much trouble. Like, I also think people who like that humor also love degrading themselves being like, oh, I'm such a piece of shit, terrible person. Yeah, there it's like a badge of honor. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. What? Like, oh, Let's because go. because the, it was a NASCAR thing, and people were saying "fuck Joe Biden," but really, uh, the announcer, uh, the the interviewer said, "Oh, they're saying let's go, Brandon." And now, now, like, in order to not trigger people, you say "let's go, Brandon," and you see, it's funny because it triggers people because the liberals they they hear they hit they hear "let's go, Brandon," and they they just their steam comes out of their ears like it's a cartoon. Guess and, you had to be there. And I just I had the hand I had the card in my hand and it fit the prompt and I put it down and everyone clapped and I won the round. I won that white card. I got to take it. I got the points. I won the game. Let's go, Brandon. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I'm very good at the game cards against humanity. So everyone stay tuned for Thought Cops plays Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> that should be an episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll end up doing a stream of that or something. We should make our own cards. Yeah. Let's just yeah, what's play, that let's website? play pretend, anyway. Yeah. Pretend you're ZZ. Is that the website where you can create your own cards? So we'll do like a two minutes of hate edition or some shit. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. Okay. Yeah, we, we're ripping on the idea. And then now we're thinking about how to capitalize on it. Whatever, because know. we have no <laughs> morals. No morals when it comes to this. What's what's your punishment? Uh, to make them I watch you guys play cards against humanity. Yeah, here's here's the punishment: is you have to sit down and play the fucking game. If you say that, <laughs> if you say those things, you have to sit down and play around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the next family event or group gathering, uh, like it almost like an intervention, like. You know, you Thanksgiving was last week. We're all, you know, we're all regrouping. We got we got more holidays coming up. Your family comes up to you and they're like, listen, we heard you say, let's go, Brandon, at the dinner table. I'm sorry to do this, but we're all very worried about you. And they bring out a box of cards against humanity and you sit there and you fucking play it. And you just like read the whole pack. You gouge your eyes out because of how painful like it is to play that game. You got to go through every last card. You got to you got to understand. Yeah, you got to play an entire game. <laughs> you have to understand how cringy you sound. I wonder if there's any people that are like, "Oh, he's just really upset that uh I say let's go brand it." Like, I mean, maybe, who cares? Here's me saying the non-edited version. Fuck Joe Biden. I don't I don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody likes Joe Biden. He just <laughs> Yeah, I don't think either side win. likes Joe Biden, so why would that be controversial to say anyway? I, yeah, I thought it was funny not- when he ate ice cream. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny when he goes, Come on, man. Come on, man. I wish Corn Pop was his vice president. Oh boy. <laughs> sure wish he licked my finger. <laughs> Speaking of licking fingers and corn pops, if you haven't All listened right. to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often somewhat unusual punishment. Uh? So, Grant, I got to talk about this. This is... Um, I, I say this, everybody. I say this with a heavy heart. Uh, you should get that checked out. <laughs> you know I'm going to. Please don't bring it up on the show. Uh, I said I this just violated hippo. That's you did, and I'm going to report me to HR, which is Zwick. That's right, and he'll handle it. But I want to uh, 
Let everybody know if you haven't heard already. Jack Dorsey at Jack, at Jack Dorsey, aka at Jack, <laughs> has resigned from Twitter. He stepped down from his his position at the top of Twitter. And I want to I wonder I want to read a little bit of his um his resignation letter here. All right, I might, my voice might crack in, in between this. Um, hello, team. Oh, sorry, oh. my be- my long beard was caught in my mouth when I was <laughs> trying to talk. Oh, dang, yeah, we got a little bit, a little bit farther away there. If you guys see what he looks like, he has a really long beard. Santa, close. Uh, it says after almost sixteen years of having a role at our company, from co-founder to CEO to chair to exec chair to interim CEO to CEO. I decided it's finally down. It's finally time for me to leave. Why? Gee, I wonder. It sounds confusing as fuck. How many job titles does this guy need? <laughs> this is all useless crap. It's a good thing. It's he's, all useless crap. It's a good thing he's a billionaire because it turns out that he actually does work two thousand times harder than everybody else in the company. So he's he deserves all the money that he gets. He's the best post. He's had there all is. the jobs. So everybody's always adding him. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about the importance of a company being founder led. Ultimately, I believe that's severely limiting and a single point of failure. I have worked hard to ensure this company can break away from its founding and founders. There are three reasons I believe now is the right time. Uh, my language arts teacher in school growing up would have been like, this is not how you start a paper. Yeah, you don't you, you don't, don't go you don't here's say three here's reasons. three points. And then yeah. you go and then you go the first reason is <laughs> this and the, the second reason is this, the third reason is this, which I'm in, not in conclusion, I'm no, not, that's I'm not, not how read. you do a paper. And just because you are really I, punishing the audio listeners here, just like not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say just because of that, I'm not gonna read it because he doesn't understand. All cops are yeah, bad. Watch watch the YouTube us. channel if you want to see this or just go on Jack's Twitter. Just go on matter. his Twitter if you want to read the whole thing, if you really give a fuck about this. Uh, so he says, uh, we'll, we'll have a hand. We'll have an all hands meeting tomorrow. This already happened until then. Thank you for all the trust you've placed in me, which nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody, like trusts this guy. Him. nobody. Uh, and for the openness to build that trust in Parag and yourselves. I love you all. So Parag is, the, uh, he's the guy who's becoming the new CEO, right? Uh, oh, says, yes. Uh, an all hands meeting to jack off Twitter. Nice. There you go. It's a little, Easter egg for uh, everybody who is atting him. So he says, "Yeah, it took me took me like a week to come up with that joke." <laughs> uh, he says, uh, "P.S. I'm tweeting this email. My one wish for Twitter Incorporated is to be the most transparent company in the world." Hi, mom. <laughs> kind of pretending he's not ro- a robot. <laughs> he's less other. of a robot than the other guy is. That's true. So you know, what uh, is that picture of him on his avatar? Like, is that some deep fried like? like profile shots of him like i've always been confused about what the I, hell is profile i guess so is. yeah this is pre-beard and yeah it's a little deep fried it's a little crispy it you know what that kind of like actually feels like it's in line with the sort of youtube poop aesthetic it's got this like weird <laughs> zoomed in effect on it it's like he's just the, uh, like standing there it's like the mr krabs meme right like, yeah yeah <laughs> i remember my friend uh weed hitter on twitter got suspended and then like shortly afterwards Twitter started like using that deep fried brand for all their stuff. And uh, we hit her was like, oh, so you suspend me and you steal my brands. Okay. I see how it is. That's the worst. Like the stealing the worst. shit posty, like uh, internet anarchist like designs. Fuck that. 
So he's still he's still tweeting though a little bit. You know, he hasn't he hasn't left the platform. He's simply left his position or his 13 positions at the company. I saw um not that I seek it out, but you know how these websites work, how they just like show you just dumb shit and you're just like, "Ah, oh, I wish I hadn't seen that." But uh I saw and I'm sure that this is like a prevalent viewpoint is that uh, I saw Candace Owens tweeted out. I wish that I hadn't said that. Candace Owens <laughs> tweeted out, he should join Parler. That'd really trigger the left. And uh, again, it's like, nobody likes this. <laughs> nobody cares. Go join Parler. There's Damn like a hundred people on there. They got like, Jack. I don't, I don't even want to use Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I just this is do all it bad. for the show. You take it. Do every, everybody on Twitter. Just go to Parler. I don't care. Wouldn't don't make care. a difference to me. I'm not triggered. I, I have a, I, I have a, I do have a punishment though, uh, out of respect yeah. for the man who's given us so much. I think we should yeah. all pay tribute to him. Uh, we should all pay a come tribute to him and Jack off after listening to this episode. I will not be. Oh, doing okay. That. I thought, I thought you wanted to do it on camera. Kind of like all three of us at the same time. Uh, we can, we can fit maybe like a, for Patreon people. Cause I think YouTube might get mad. You know, they, they, YouTube, that might You're trigger right. Patreon though. That's yeah, true. Patreon allows that. So go on Patreon. Uh, I'm gonna they're they're gonna fly me out to Chicago right after this. That'll be for that'll be I'll for Thought Cops, right? Yeah, that'll be the first show. episode of Thought Cops. Right. Thank you, Jack, for all you've uh, inspired us to do. So I'm afraid of what's next because I'm seeing it, and I number, think I've only you, seen I've only seen out of context clips of it. So I'm this, no, ready I want to talk, hear the bigger. I want to talk about something that. Some people are calling a masterpiece. I'm actually. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna uh, preface it by the the tweet that was posted that went viral about this. It says this is literally a masterpiece, and we're just getting started. The Red Ape Family, which is a NFT cartoon which uses the characters from the famous. I can never remember what the fuck they're called. Like lazy monkeys. Late board 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 ape, board ape yacht club. It's called. So this is, I guess, God, some damn it. some faction of that called uh, the Red Ape Family. So they're having they're <laughs> having uh, the November twenty fifth, the which I guess already happened, which was uh, the world premiere of this, uh, which premiered in Dubai. Uh, people, oh were, damn, people were buying tickets, flying out to Dubai <laughs> to watch this. Uh, Dude, they probably were. I, I, I are you serious? They really flew out for this. I'm du- sure some Dubai, people, I mean, if you're dumb enough to buy this crap, Dubai, from what I've heard, which is not a lot, just through what have us, you heard about Dubai, I've heard and <laughs> mostly through videos, uh, specifically through a video that the YouTuber Philion made. If anyone's familiar with him, he does a lot of like fitness content, but he also does a lot of like influencer content. And apparently Dubai is like the influencer capital of the world because all these influencers fly out to Dubai to like take pictures in Dubai and like make videos in Dubai with other you know I believe that it has the yeah. most expensive hotel it has the most expensive like highways built it has like right. the most expensive so many things so I, I actually believe that we got to get out there you guys and so serious these these influencers are not only buying NFTs but they're like hey do you want to watch the new premiere to the board ape yacht club anime now i just want to say we all know how expensive these things are you know people are spending upwards the price of, of a house yeah up, at up, least up the price of several mansions some of these they're hundreds of thousands of dollars for this picture of a you know well it's not just a picture you're owning it on the blockchain regardless people are spending a lot of money on this stuff so you expect 
that the production <laughs> value would be just as high, if not you? representative of, because yeah, no, I mean, if these people got the money to buy this stuff, you know, they're going to be putting a lot of money uh. into making this look as good <laughs> as it possibly can. All I'm going to say before we play this is uh, Disney Pixar. Watch out. I'm nervous. <laughs> so the oh, red is running he's being by mechanical dogs oh motherfucker and he just says fuck is that fun costumes yeah that was it there's a oh brand- that's it it's on a loop yeah that, that was it there, I put, there is actually another clip I posted in the google right, doc I'll, as well I'll that one's that one's a little so bit wait, more is, indicative is there a full show is there a full show we're not seeing or did people travel to Dubai to watch 13 seconds no, there's a, there's a whole show. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's show, been like bits and pieces just... of it coming out. But again, I would it would not surprise okay. me if they flew to Dubai. Have you seen this one, Grant? I have. I haven't uh, seen any of this. You're I... gonna love this one. This one is. You guys got to hear what they're saying in this one because this is like this is truly like so. This is some uh, very self conscious uh, projection here. So uh, pay attention to the dialogue coming up. So we see that a female red ape is sitting in some sort of living room, and she's having a conversation with uh, one of the other red apes. And uh, again, if you're listening on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, you can't believe how bad this looks. Like This is, again, where we're looking at some of this video content we're doing, and it's like, if nothing else, watch, watch yeah, this I was about on YouTube. I was about to write it off as, oh, this probably looks like any other adult cartoon that kind of looks shitty, but no, no. <laughs> it this, somehow this, looks this, worse. It straight it up does kind of look like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Like, no shame to Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but like, you, you for something like this, you again, you would expect it to look a little bit better. You want to hit play on this one, Grant? you need to know is that it actually is worth more than the entire city of Paris. <laughs> including the Eiffel Tower. Movement. Yes, including the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I'm right out of here. Those banana NFTs on their walls. I, oh, I think you're right. I didn't catch that. Well, they're flying. They're running to the Musk one ship and flying away. So that, that was it. I just love how, of course, they got to. This thr- is the worst thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> they got to throw in like how expensive the NFTs are. Where, like, you can tell the people who made this are so self-conscious and they're just projecting their like their need to be recognized for being rich right. where it's like did you know it's more than the entire city of paris even the awful tower yes even the awful tower and they just start running away to or no and whatever the fucking dance they were doing <laughs> before they start running away they start shaking and it's again it straight up looks like a fucking adult swim like low budget cartoon from 2002 but there's a lot of underfunded studios out there right right i mean jesus again you would expect something a little bit nicer i i wonder if uh you know people who put the money in for this kind of thing were maybe a little bit disappointed but a little fun fact i actually found out about this uh from people who worked on it they said that the reason it looks like that is because they (laughs) they they screenshotted like all the all the movements and everything, they're all screenshots of the NFTs, like the faces and stuff. They're all like, so they did the meme. Yes, they so right. They took everyone's screen caps and animated it frame by frame like that. Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? They right clicked and well, because um, of course you can do this if you own it, but <laughs> right, of course they right clicked and they saved as and they use the screenshots. So they're basically it's like stop motion. They're just using the different screenshots of the apes making faces to like talk. Because I was going to say, this doesn't even look animated. Right, right. It just right. looks 
Stop like motion, they, yeah. You know, speaking yeah. like speaking of space ghost perp, this looks like space ghost circa nineteen ninety four. I'll oh, say though, yeah, I, stop, I went there. Stop motion is at the very least. Uh, people put a lot of time and work and hard work and effort into stop motion, and this is just this is shameful. It is pure crap. I I'm like half of me is hoping for. Eventually, like everyone confessing that this is a diabolical plan to like have to throw a middle finger to everyone that invested in these NFTs, but that's probably not going to happen. Again, they're gonna they're gonna fuck themselves over, which again is a, a fair. It's pl- already happened with how many of these NFT companies have just taken money and ran. Like right, know. right. Uh, the punishment here is instead of flying to Dubai, you can just torrent this on Pirate Bay. You know, what? I'm I'm gonna torrent this, and then I'm going to just drag it into the recycle bin. I was gonna say, like, take out your hard drive and just like <laughs> run a car over it. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Just for extra spite. But you know, Jab earlier, you had mentioned Squid Game. You know, Squid Game is taking the world by storm, and I think that everybody who watched Squid Game on Netflix was uh, like, no spoilers, please. They were probably thinking, Uh-oh. what what if Squid Game in real life what <laughs> well if i think game i think i think my minimum wage job is is squid game you know so so to all those people out there i am living squid game in real life but because it's j- about society it's not about it's not about a game show the thing about that though is these people like uh mr beast who is, uh, I believe, a very successful YouTuber. I, all, I've never heard of this guy. All um, I know is he sells hamburgers, and he, he has a YouTube channel. That is all I know. Uh, probably should yeah, know more no one really knows about the internet, but I don't. No one really knows how he got rich, but I do give him a little bit of credit that he does give like half of his income away. Oh, so, good for him. Yeah, so he, he, he constantly gives away money like every single day like to, to random people, so... That's more than what other billionaires are doing, so it it, it'll, it doesn't allow me to hate him as much as other people do. Hey, uh, Mr. Beast, if you're listening, and I know you are, uh, we know a little <laughs> podcast that could use a little bit of funding. Well, like Grant, some it, second monitors, maybe an extra keyboard, like some better lighting, some extra cameras. It won't like, be that easy, Grant, because someone will approach you with a little piece of paper that you have to flip just the right way. And if you do, you get an invitation to uh, a certain island where you can play the squid games. Oh. Um, yeah. Instead of 456 participants, it'll just be Kevin and Grant. Yeah. Just we're just like, we're just like standing in this like wildly open area. Like, oh, hey, Grant. Cool. <laughs> but well, so this that's is... what you're saying, Jab. Uh, if this guy is being, you know, he's, he's a very charitable person, apparently. But maybe uh, he's gotten tired of just giving his money away. And he's thinking to himself... Gee, Squid Game sure was a fun show. I want to make. I, I could, I'm just giving this money away. Why don't I make people fucking kill each other for it? So it's it's funny that you <laughs> brought up the the Beatles thing because I feel like my introduction, the first thing that I saw of this was a very specific tweet where we're talking about like, oh, you think you could have written uh, Get Back? Well, you didn't. Like someone else, you know, he did. I saw this tweet and it it irked me to no end. And I'm going to pull it up on the screen right now. Um, if I can get the screen to work uh, and I will read what is on the screen, which is uh, Mr. Beast Squid Games video. 
103 oh, million one. views in four days. It took seven weeks to make. Netflix's Squid Game series. 111 million <laughs> views in 30 days. It took 10 years to make. More oh, views, God. less time, fewer gatekeepers. That's the promise of the creator economy. So this guy took this tweet down as he should have. This is every vowel, John, you say, you say. Um, so, yeah, this is like, it's not the same thing. They're not the like, same thing. Oh, like, oh, my cover of Get Back did better than the Beatles writing the song. Like, that's exactly what it is. It's like not right. even like you started your own band and did your own thing. Like if you covered it right. and then acted like you were better than them, even though you fucking stole their song. This guy, <laughs> this is a tribute to the show. And people watched it because it's a stupid event to fucking waste time watching. It's and it's a, I'm presumably I'm hoping some sort of charity involved. I don't know, but I'm hoping so. And I don't think anybody died uh, to my knowledge. I, I could be wrong. It could have been allegedly. Oh, yeah, it could have been, you know, I, I also yeah, I, like I think Travis Scott squid- already did a squid game in real life. <laughs> I remember someone like said, congratulations, Travis Scott, for your second Battle Royale uh, (laughs) event. But like also Squid Game is a fucking Squid Game is a fucking show for adults and Mr. Beast's demographic are children. So, yeah, the less gatekeeped option for kids to watch is going to get more views than the one hidden behind Netflix parental ratings. Like, of course, no shit. Here, kid, have an iPad. Just watch YouTube all day. Also, yeah, they're like, gonna just watch this over and over, and then they they oh you you Netflix. You can only watch the just for kids section. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So this, when a, when a kid sees this video, he was like, "Oh, Squid Game." My parents watched that. I'm not allowed to watch that, but I can watch this. My good friend Mr. Beast, who gave me two dollars one time, <laughs> is uh, is hosting it. So <laughs> let's look at it. Jeb, do you know by chance at all? Do you know how long the Squid Game video is? Uh, it's like 25 minutes. I, I decided to watch it a few days because oh, okay. everyone wouldn't shut up about it. So I was like, you know what? If you can't beat them, join them. I'm thankful it's, that one of us did. So thank yeah, you, Jab. Thank you. Uh, because- yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's all right. It's inoffensive. It's, it, he, he did what he did. He gave money to the winner, but he also gave like smaller amounts of money to the losers. So like their time wasn't wasted. Like it, it was, it was, it, it was way less offensive than I thought everyone was perceiving it as. Well, that's good because yeah, I mean, like the the I, the very idea of it feels very clickbaity, but it's like you know, and I, like uh, admittedly a little tone deaf, you know, but like yes, mm, uh, more yeah. than a little. I, but I kind of like don't care that much because someone was gonna do it, someone was gonna make this. I, you know, but uh, mm. I I love the the comparison of numbers because it's like oh, a hundred and ten million people watched. A 20 minute long video like yeah the other like how many episodes are on squid game like squid game eight or nine squid, squid game eight or nine squid squid game squid game i don't so know. instead of watching 10 hours of content they watch 25 minutes of it like great comparison good stuff good good job and i'm also so sick of gamers going what squid game you mean splatoon <laughs> Sick of that shit. Oh, should I not be making that joke anymore? (laughs) No, please. We're gonna. This is our first time we're punishing one of the ghosts. This is an intervention, Grant. Oh man, I gotta play Cards Against Humanity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This sucks. It's coming, guys. Thought Cops Edition, Cards Against Humanity. I'm not above it. I'll say it right now. 
Uh, but let's punish. Uh, who, who are we going to punish here? Are we, Mr. Are we punishing Beast? Mr. Beast? Are we punishing? I don't know. Like I don't know. I I feel like I hate it on the tweet more than I hate it on the video. Yeah, I haven't really yeah, seen yeah. The that video. guy, John. Uh, you say I'm probably butchering the name, but uh, he I, I don't know what he does. I he has to do his own. Um, What's another? We show? have to learn who he is. What's another? That? What's That's another popular show he could do in real life that would be like uh, bad? Netflix's You, where the uh, protagonist is a serial <laughs> killer. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. Trying to think of something else. I don't like Sopranos in real life. I don't fucking know. Uh, how much time do we have? He can uh, he can do Seinfeld in real life, so people can start calling that show problematic in thirty years. <laughs> could could we do one more story? Uh, we are a little crunch for time because you think, said cause... Sopranos in real life, and CNN just suspended Chris Cuomo. Well, we we could do it really quick. Oh no! I just wanted to really make that segue. I don't really care to talk about it. <laughs> Chris Cuomo abused his powers to, uh, I guess, investigate the accusers of his brother. Which, because we talked about like, oh, they were calling each other meatballs on CNN yeah. and we played that segment a long time ago on the show. And it's like, well, he got in trouble for it. So, you know, he got he got offed. Oh, well, he's swimming with the fishes, as they say in Squid Game. But let's move on to a very uh, different part of the show. Something nice, something swell, something cool for a change thought cops key to the city where we like to give our key away to neo chicago to something we saw that we liked uh i'm nice. ending it on a positive note yeah i just I mean, you need a chaser after all this trying crap. to so my key to the city goes to the twitter account uh and instagram account hc none it's h-c-n-o-n-e i put the link in the google doc grant if you would like to pull that out for me uh, this it's is a lot just, of clicking, but I'll I'll manage. This is just a Twitter artist I've been following for a while uh, on Instagram and all that kind of stuff too. But they post a lot of cool, um, I don't know, like anime inspired artwork. But mostly, I think that they're famous for uh, just drawing pictures of anime girls eating hamburgers. So you're looking Ooh. at you're looking at most of the retweets here, Grant. You got to go to the media. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm just the guy that does the clicking. So click on that one. I, I click, am no, the click one. Click on that one. Click on that. I one. am the one who clicks. See a lot of <laughs> you got a lot of cool faces there, and then of course I think I saw right below that was the uh, you know all kind of uh, just a lot of cool stuff. So um, see look at that little uh, chainsaw man fan art. Uh, give them a follow if you'd like. HC None. Yeah, maybe turn their name to HC One Follower. You'll be the first one. Yeah, I think they're actually going to be continuously updating that as soon as they get more and more followers. Uh, Jab, do you have anything positive you want to get off your chest? Anything uh, you want to share with the class? Anything positive? Um, I don't know. I'm just a really negative, pessimistic person. It's easier to so, be pessimistic. I know. It yeah, can just see, be like, you like, saw a cool YouTube video or a new channel or a friend's doing a project and you want everyone to check it out. Um, I got invited on this cool podcast called Thought Cops. Oh, good. So, um, gosh, thank you. Yeah, so I, I guess, I guess we can talk about that if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, hold on, thought. Is that like a porno thing? <laughs> thought Cops. 
it's like I, I feel like you guys um getting that is like whenever we say YouTube poop and everyone thinks we're making scat porn. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I never put two so and two know, together, but I could definitely see if you talk yeah. to somebody unfamiliar. I didn't know people. So you know what? That. that that's my positive thing is the fact that you guys knew what our what our content was. Mm-hmm. Um and not just assuming that we make scat videos or assume that our content is bad and outdated. I'll ask you this, Jab. Do you have maybe it's hard to pick a favorite, but do you have one that comes to mind that is a favorite or at least close to it, or maybe a top three uh, YouTube poops? Uh, yeah, I, I can actually look it up real quickly because the name is really long, but it's uh, a very underrated YouTube poop or a person called Pesque. And um, he only has like a thousand, 2000 subscribers, but he made this one video years ago called weird video with yellow horse in it. It's a My Little Pony YouTube poop, so that, that's probably going to drift a few people away. But I really love how um, they took a more visual approach to YouTube poop instead of just audio jokes the whole time. So if you really want to see um, Syriac-level visuals on a very underrated YouTube poop, I recommend that one. That's probably my favorite one of all time. Cool. Definitely partial, I'll, uh, like I'll I said, actually, to uh, uh, some of those classic Zelda CDI ones. Bombs yeah, the Zelda CDI ones are. We're never gonna get tired of that. We Morshu. keep quoting that. To yeah, the, yeah, more shoe spinning facts, and <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I eventually want to get that Zelda CDI Christmas sweater. I still have. I still don't have that one yet. I, 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 I did not know that existed. Yeah, I should um link that too. Here, here's the video I'm talking about in the podcast chat, and then how long is it? Uh, I, I might the, be able to play it. You can play at least a little bit of it. All right, let me let me pull this up real quick. I'm just going to say a couple things so that there's no silence. Acknowledging the the dead air is the first step to recovery. That is. You acknowledge (laughs) it and you move past it because that's what they teach you in radio school. I'm assuming. I've never been. I'm assuming too. Uh, I'm going to hit play on this. They also tell you to say you're going to hit play every time instead of just hitting play. So this is kind of cool. It's like... um, uh, and, and the craziest part is, is um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, I really like, yeah, you mentioned like they definitely go off with the visuals instead of just like right. the repeating of the words. This almost feels like a, like a music video. Yeah, and what blows my mind is a lot of people, um, so a lot of us use Sony Vegas to make YouTube poops, and Sony Vegas as a video editor tends to get mocked in so many editing communities as the piece of shit program that crashes all the time. But like, I, you really cannot make stuff like this anywhere else except Vegas. Premiere doesn't have options like this. Final Cut doesn't. Like, Vegas is like the most friendly to experimental shit like this. And that's why I think I'll always use it, even for like my professional stuff and my YouTube poop stuff. It's, it's fucking great. You can't make shit like this anywhere else. Yeah, because I was just thinking the other day, like, I'm like, oh, people just don't really seem to use uh, Sony Vegas as much anymore. But if there's like certain specific benefits to it, that's pretty cool. So yeah, uh, one more time, Grant, if you want to scroll down and see who the, the user is. Uh, it's Pesque. P-E-S-K-E-H. And the video is called Weird Vid, Weird Vid with Yellow Horse in it. He's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, content warning ponies. But that that was uh, that was a big part of our community, whether we like it or not. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not a brony and I still enjoyed the video. So hell yeah, let that, that be, should, let that that be, be a testament. testament. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, my key to the city this week. So it's going to start on a low note, but then it's going to rise or drown in its own shit. Mm. Um, 
it's so we all I'm sure all of us that are Twitter users for a week were inundated with this stupid picture of oh, two dudes yeah. on a bus. Yes. Yeah. One I'm actually was, surprised this wasn't on two minutes of eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it it you know, it, there's a trajectory here. So one of these guys <laughs> is looking out the wrong window and he's looking at the rocks and he's looking all sad and scared and lonely. Well, the other guy, he's got a big old grin on his face and he's looking happy. It's all about perspective. It's some bright mountains and it's all about perspective. And people were memeing on this for some reason. And they would say like, oh, uh, the left picture, uh, Pablo Honey, the right picture. okay, computer. That's these are jokes. These are what jokes look like. Jab, I want to. I I don't know if this is making any sense to people. I want to explain to everybody out there at home. The reason that's funny is because the guy who looks sad on the left, he has the the bad thing above him, right? And then the person Mm -hmm. who looks happy on the right, yes, yes, he has the good thing above him, right? It's kind of a rehash of Drake going like this to the first thing and then the second one like right. that. It's kind of like a rehash of that. It's just another fucking comparison meme. It's and I, I am truly baffled to see so many people fall for this stupid crap every fucking week. But so this meme, you know, garners some attention. It gets it it makes the rounds. Like a lot. I'm surprised. Like it's I'm still surprised being... too. But so some someone points out they say the creator of the original image everyone knows by now is a brazilian cartoonist with 600 followers perhaps a little retweet and a follow could be a nice way to repay him and so this oh, guy sick. now has 11,000 followers wow. his name is <laughs> Ganildo. Ganildo Ganildo Ganil, uh, yeah. At, okay. Maybe the smallest one out. You go you go to your Twitter, you open it up, and it's at sign and it's G-E-N-I-L-D-O-R-O-N-C-H-I. Again, um, audio listeners, you fucked up. <laughs> Watch the UC version just to get the Twitter at. And so it's cool because I do feel like a lot of these images just get like like passed around and like you know mm-hmm. people are just like oh it's a, here's my stupid take on a stupid image but it's like it's nice to see a guy get some credit for some stuff you know at least like, he made it I, d- you know? I don't blame him for any of this right you know it's not his he didn't fault start it you know it's, it's a good message it, i remember seeing uh tim heidecker say something once about how irritated he gets sometimes about how people are like, oh, you're the free real estate guy right and he's like right. yeah I, I also did a lot of stuff i worked really hard on and right you know, I got like multiple TV shows you can watch if you wanted to. But uh, yeah, free real estate. Free that's real me. estate. That's me. That is him. But no, that's awesome. I, I that that was quite a twist. I'm really glad he he got a following from that because that never happens when right. someone's work becomes a meme. And I I hope that does remain to be the case from the future from now on because all like I said, all these things get you know obviously they get kind of annoying, but nobody really seems to stop and care where they came from they just right. go oh how can i make this about me right you know, how can i what, what can i make what's my little spin i can put on this which i guess that you know that's just how people communicate right now and or just in general it's not the worst thing in the world it's just a little bit irritating um but i hope that from now on if we see things like this that we have no idea where they came from uh we can now point to the origin and say give that person a little bit of credit it's the least you can do. It is literally the least you can do. You could not do any less. 
But uh, let's move on to our Thought Cops Word of the Week, Jab. This is the educational portion of the show, which we'd like to... Oh, show's I educational. This is like Sesame Street for adults. Words. Yeah, this is like the part where you learn uh, what... Le- the You know, Sesame Street, they had like a letter of the week or letter yeah. of the day. This is a wor- Thought Cops... We know our letters. We want to put them together and make sounds. We assume our audience is smart enough to know the alphabet. So right. we're, take- we're moving on to words. <laughs> So this week's Thought Cops Word of the Week is bubble grunge. Now, this is a term I saw post because everybody's posting their Spotify wrapped. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, here's your year in review. And then people kept getting it's like categorized by genre. And people are like, what the fuck is bubble grunge? And how did I listen to this much bubble grunge? <laughs> you don't want to know. So I looked it up. Bubble grunge is a label that rock critics used in the mid 90s to describe a genre of music, which was popular like bubblegum uh, version of the harder sound of the alternative or grunge genre, which had prevailed in the early nineties uh, representative groups include collective soul Bush third eye blind and matchbox 20 bubble grunge. Yeah. And like, Jesus, I, I, I mean, I don't use Spotify, but I did start hearing about this word. Because like everyone collectively today actually started posting their Spotify wrap ups, right? Hey, today I learned I'm a bubble grunge fan. I never knew. <laughs> Bubble grunge, bubblegum crisis. Everyone just loves that word. Bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. How many pieces do you wish? I haven't uh, thought of that rhyme yeah, same, in like same, same. 20 years. <laughs> Probably because we're in our 30s. Yeah, that makes sense. Do kids do that nowadays? Do they still do I the same know. things that we did? I think they're on their iPads and they're they're playing uh, Among Us and they're pr- playing Fortnite and they're not. No, they're not doing that. Oh, that sucks. And that wasn't great. That's what's wrong with this generation. They're not doing enough bubblegum rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. Sus was our word in the YouTube poop community and you stole it among us. Fuck you. Yeah. No, nah, I'm kidding. You guys can have that word. I don't care. Uh, but Jab, I'm going to let you have this. I'm going to. This is our segment of the show where the guests can plug everything they got. I know I mentioned all the kind of cool stuff you're working on at the top of the show, but let our listeners know where they can find you on any of the platforms they can search for sure thing um i'm jab 50n pretty much everywhere jab 50n on twitter jab 50n on youtube uh you can check out the projects we're working on uh living tombstone as if a band that big needs a plug um mother's basement uh then youtube thumbnails is the account that i'm running and uh funny rave funny rave is a new project that we're working on so if you like music and if you're bummed out you can't go to concerts as much we usually uh make up for that but yeah, other than that, same name pretty much everywhere. And uh, I'm really happy to be here again. Thank you guys oh, yeah. for thanks inviting so much for me coming. Yeah, thanks for coming. We need to ask you for a while. I know we've been following each other on Twitter for some time, and we have a lot of similar connections and interests. So it just made perfect sense. Now I can feel included. <laughs> you're you're part of the family now. And speaking of being a part yes. of the family, uh, I want to give a thank you to. Uh, well, we don't have any new patrons, but I do want to give a shout out to a specific patron, Serial Law Obeyer. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Serial Law Obeyer. Thank you. You are a king among kings. And if you want to be on the list where we mention your name at the end of the show, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops and uh, support the show. We got all kinds of extra bonus content, hours and hours of bonus content you can find on there, like the episodes of Fire Bros we did. As a Christmas present, uh, get a loved one a subscription to patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Uh, What is this? Hopefully they listen. Like, what is this some kind of porno thing? Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, head on over there. You get all kinds of cool stuff and you can hang out in the live chat here. We got people hanging out right now, watching the episode live. Look how chatting. much fun they're having. They are. There's so many of them left since they when are, we started. We, maybe they had <laughs> probably went to go eat dinner. I'm assuming. No, there, there's more actually. It's the truth is oh. that there were like 10 people listening and now there's I actually about 20. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at maybe 30 or 40. Yeah, I, wow. Incredible. See, I, the, yeah, we had to divide this to different voice calls because of how yeah. much traction we were Just getting. Eating right. up so much freaking bandwidth. Hey, that's the job, baby. That's how it works. That's how the cookie crumbles. Leo in the chat here says, my kids don't eat dinner until the show ends. You know that. That's true. So let's wrap this up so Leo's kids can eat. Uh, but, starving. Oh, I was, just, I was suggesting another hour. Damn, you're nicer than me. Yeah, well, you know, we, we don't want them to starve just yet. So uh, let's listen to some listener voicemails. If you want to give us a call of your own, and our number is 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, let's hit it. Hey, Thought Cops. This is Deputy Danny Boy. Danny Boy. Calling in for the first time in a while. Yeah. Um, Danny Boy. I'm listening to your most recent episode with Swick, and he keeps saying text to speech. Yeah. Now, that really doesn't make sense to me. It's speech to text. Yeah, right? that's what it's You called. talk into it, and then it creates a text. All right. right. So that made me want to die. Um, <laughs> and then most care. egregiously. Kevin called it Kaminsky Park. Oh boy! When you were talking about the crypto <laughs> oh, no. arena, the new name for I didn't the even catch Center. that. He called it Kaminsky Park. Kaminsky. It's Kaminsky. There's no N. Kaminsky. Right. And then Grant was right. He uh, he was right when it go. It went to U.S. cellular, then guaranteed rate field. But Kaminsky. Kaminsky. Cash for gold field. What a joke, Kevin! <laughs> it's like you don't even know anything. It's true. All right. Love the show. Bye. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Danny boy. Thank you for the, the mean. Well, thank, thank you for that clarification. Yeah. We, we thought you hated us for a second. Yeah. You got to throw all the, all the insults and harsh comments. I was like, Oh, but then maybe he does hate me. But at the end he did say he didn't. So, but yeah, we fucked up. Uh, we kept saying, no, I, I got everything right. Text to speech. When is we, it called that? Like it, no, it is speech text because when he oh, talks okay. into the, his iPad, no, I get, I get that. Text. But like, what is it called? Like, what's the industry standard name? I think like it, transcribe. I thought it was transcribe the whole time. I mean, that like, transcribe is a thing. It is a verb. I think it is speech to text. Is it speech? And we to were text? just calling it. We just flipped it around. You know, okay, that's that oh, makes sense. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, fucking. <laughs> if if that makes you want to die, that that that's what makes you want to fucking blow your brains out because we said the wrong thing. I feel sorry for you. So let's hear the next voicemail. Hello, thought cops once again. It is I, Leo, the incredible thought yes, crime division, calling in this time, calling in or calling out Bethesda. I'm not sure if you knew this, guys, but did you know? Were you aware? Was this brought Probably to your attention? <laughs> Skyrim has come up with yet another edition. The anniversary edition. Uh-huh. I believe it's the 10-year anniversary edition. So it's another yeah. edition among all the other editions. Did you know that Skyrim came out for PC, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and the Switch back in the day? And then it bumped up to the special edition, which is free for PC, then on to Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and now we have the anniversary edition. Oh, but lest I forget, the VR edition as well. Now we have the anniversary edition unleashed on all the new consoles and the new systems. 
Congratulations, you bought more DLC and paid money to bump it up to 4K. You know, rather than branching out into the further uh, different uh, systems that are out there, I don't see why Bethesda should even bother doing that. Do you know how many games you can play other things on? Let's play Skyrim on a soldering iron, on a MacBook Touch Bar. How about a Porsche? How about a printer? And how about on your thermostat? Take that, what about Bethesda. one of those old-school calculators? Skyrim that's 10 years old cool? and charging people to play, play it on a modern system. Yeah. It's, it's a pathetic, pathetic thought crime. You know what? I'm so angry. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm moving on to intellectual things, more, more uh, broad things, things to to stimulate the mind. Gentlemen, I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Leo. Thank you. Well, you as well. Yeah, yeah I was hoping you was hoping he was in the break something. Get him, <laughs> Turn off the voicemail. No, make them listen. Star Trek is awesome. Oh yeah, he's going going to the Star Trek well again. Uh, but no, I think Leo he he because. He previously called in and complained about when uh, Rockstar pulled the original GTA 3 right, right. off their stores because they were selling the uh, remaster version that nobody seems to like. And then he he called in. He complained about it. We released the episode. Guess what happens? They put it back on the storefronts and then they said they're fixing the remaster. So I'm thinking we got some industry plugs listening to the show and Leo knows that. So he's thinking that he's got somebody at Bethesda, he's in, he's in somebody's ear at Bethesda when he calls in the Thought Cops. But I got a, sim- I got a simple answer, Leo. I got a simple answer uh, that only one man can pull off, and his name is Mr. Beast. Skyrim in Ooh. real life. Because we've seen... You can do it. Skyrim like... After all, there's so many it'll only take you five weeks to do. <laughs> and, and guess what, Jab? You know it's going to get more views and more... More uh, updates. Yeah, why well, play a whole video game when you can watch a five-minute video? No, uh, yeah, exactly. No like, if it's shorter, it's better. Makes yeah. me sick. Shorter, better. Cover, better than original. Makes me sick. I love how Grant's commentary for most of that was just, like, two audible yawns. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I mean, he's saying what we're all thinking, but, you know, Leo, um, we do appreciate it, and I, I do hope that we can see some actual change. Let's hit the next one. Uh, in radio school, they tell you not to hit the next one. Oh, man. So, like, you know how, like, those <laughs> Twitter spaces are, like, uh, really easy to make now? Yes. Um, oh, at first, I was seeing nice that. things, like, uh, Quran read Twitter spaces. But now it's, uh, like, it went from, like, you know, people reading Quran, talking about sports, being normal, to fucking a bunch of crypto shit, which... Of course, and now it's just like weird racist stuff. Like, like what is it? White, white people. I'm having a hard time kind of hearing. And then what else was there? Um, <laughs> I'm having a hard time hearing. You know, we, we this week, just gonna do this is why we don't do Twitter spaces. This week he came to Chicago, and with him he like, he brought a, a Yeti mic, which he graciously, right. out of the kindness of his own heart. Donated to Nico for her podcast. Very kind. And I said, hey, maybe you could use this to record a voicemail and send us that. Instead, she. Podcast at gmail.com. She's leaving phone. She's giving us phone calls, leaving voicemails where the phone is clearly still in her pocket. Well, I think she thinks it's a grenade that, like, you know, you take the pin out, you throw it. I mean, with the kind of thing she's you, saying, you, you know? hit you hit the call button and you throw the phone, and then you leave an entire voicemail. It's completely. People so, think the blue snowball's a bomb, and when every time I brought a blue snowball to the airport, I got stopped at the TSA every time. Really? Oh my god! 
Yeah, I they mean, they would like take the blue snowball. Like, what is this? Would you like to explain what this is? And I had to like plug it in and have them like talk into the microphone to prove to them it was a microphone. That's crazy. I mean, I guess I mean I you could fit a bomb inside of one, sure, like a grenade or something small. But uh, it's it's good content that you can get all kinds of uh, TSA commentary on there. Make a podcast out of it. <laughs> yeah, I should I should have recorded though. The TSA said what? Yeah, <laughs> with your your face like going the who? <laughs> yeah, just me pointing at the TSA and like yeah. the TSA crossing their arms in the background. Like mm. it's it's so easy. It just it, it's just it's just embarrassing New, uh, to do. <laughs> New episode every couple months. Um, but <laughs> she did bring up Twitter Spaces, which right. I uh, you know we forgot to mention. Uh, rather didn't have time to get to because. The Twitter—I don't know if Jab, if you've been paying attention to any of these Twitter Spaces, because they always pop up at the top of your feed if you're on your phone on Twitter, and it's some mm-hmm. of the most heinous shit. Like, oh, like the moaning contests and like UK versus US. That's like, what it, that's what it started off with, but like then it, mm-hmm. it turned into like just spaces for like bigotry of all kinds. Like there Great. was like straight up race wars happening at the top of your Twitter feed from people that you have no idea who they are. Like I don't follow any of these people, but it's like come be a part of the conversation. Like white people are better than black people, or black people are better <laughs> yeah, than white there, people. Yeah, there, there was like there was stuff like that, or like why women lie or why men lie. Like it was all these like like I don't know if the whole purpose was just gain a reaction, but I would join them out of curiosity. And people would go on genuine rants, and I was like, I have to leave. I don't want my followers to think that I'm like in this converse because it notifies right. all your followers yeah. when you're up there. It does, it does, and it's like, yeah, oops, I better get get the hell out of here. Well, I'm so glad that they got rid of fleets to replace them with race war. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And funny enough, after like the spaces was a colossal mistake, a colossal disaster. Jack steps down the next day. <laughs> Like after there was a straight up race <laughs> war happening on Twitter for like 12 hours straight, Jack's like, yeah, I'm going to hand this off to somebody else. They can handle it. Yeah. You mean after they genocided all the white people? It's happening, folks. Yeah, it's one down. I'm, this is I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, down. I think we have one more. I think we do, too. Hello, Thought Cops. First time, long time. Uh Howdy. Just Hello. wanted to say you guys are doing a great job uh, oh, providing content you. for us, thank especially you. me out here delivering groceries and whatnot. Um, loving the Discord so far. Uh, that's amazing. If anyone isn't on it, get on it now. Okay, link in the description. Uh, got a two minutes of hate for you guys. Oh. It's Betty White. Um, <laughs> her as a person, but also the people that are just like, oh my God, she's going to turn like a hundred years old and we must protect her at all costs. It's like, she's not the end all be all of, uh, entertainment Humanity. or, you know, your like your grandparents deserve this amount of respect and it's, yeah, it's just comically horrible how lauded she is and i mean she's like the groundhog like she comes out once a year you know we laugh at (laughs) you know something some dirty word she says or something that you know an old person shouldn't be doing um when in reality she's been around long enough i bet there's some sort of incriminating evidence uh, like an inward tape on an obsolete format, like a wax cylinder or something <laughs> um, that we can't. <laughs> that so she's kind of untouchable. I have no idea, but it's just so basic and stupid. And I mean, go call your grandparents and 
love them instead. I, I mean, can't. they're probably going to die before she is. So they jokes on you. I don't have Just grandparents. Do instead. Uh, my punishment. Um, I, I'm not sure what the punishment is. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Uh, love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace. I forgot we had a wheel. Uh, the wheels in the <laughs> closet. It's in, the wheel it's, it's in storage, folks. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm glad he brought that up. because It like, is very, like, normie. Betty you know? White has, like, been this sort of, like, meme figure for a while. Right. And it's like, you know, she like, like you said, she comes out, she says something, like, absurd or, like, ob- obscene or something. And it, it's right. funny because he's like, haha, old lady said, you know. She said the sp- word fuck. She said bad word. Yeah. I got, I got, I got a punishment for you. Uh, he said Betty White's 100th birthday is coming up pretty soon. I'm thinking Betty White gets a Twitch channel and she streams her and the rest of the Golden Girls who are still alive. I don't think any of them are. Just her then playing ca- <laughs> playing cards against humanity. All right. And then she's sitting there pulling cards and like 100 years old saying something like uh, yeah, yeah, this a, is, a, a fart in a glass jar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did she just say that? She's old. And she said she's fart? supposed to be precious and pure. She said fart. No. So I think that seems appropriate. It's it's sort of like the same kind of target audience anyway. Uh, Rush Limbaugh's soft, shitty body. I love that. That's, Betty White said what? There's two cards <laughs> against humanity cards that I have memorized. And it's the she one. What card? It's the one that says black people. Actually, I was at a party once and a bunch of people were playing it and someone like played the one that said black people and some guy just like ripped it up and it was the funniest <laughs> thing. It wasn't even his oh game. My god. He was just oh like my god. he wasn't even offended. He was just like this, this game's is, fucking this stupid. Is stupid. He just ripped the card up. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then the, the other card <laughs> that I remember is uh Rush Limbaugh's sh- soft shitty body and it's like wow. Got him. That is, yep. He'll never recover. And he hasn't. He's dead now, folks. He's not coming back. Thanks a lot, Cards Against Humanity. You killed him. (laughs) Speaking of not coming back, that brings us to the end of our listener voicemails. If that inspired you to give us a call, I recommend doing it. If it didn't, you should anyway. 312-788-7361 or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com and if you want to support the show, throw us a few bucks like uh, we said, head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops. If you're Mr. Beast, we'll gladly take uh, you know, a couple million should yeah, suffice. Yeah, a couple, couple thousand, couple million. Yeah, that's pocket change to you, Mr. Beast. And we are not above participating in any sort of squid games to get that money. So. Well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know what this entails. I've seen but. it, and I am saying right now, I will, I will do crazy shit for that money. Uh, thank you to Jab for coming on the show. So happy to have you on finally. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on again. Had a great time. Can't wait to see this when it comes out. Absolutely. Yeah, anytime. And thank you to all of our wonderful listeners hanging out in the chat, or anybody listening when this comes out on the apps. And we'll see you next time. See you, space cow. 